0: Great. So yeah, we'll go for it. We're at uh we're at Mar Lago. Can't even believe this is happening. We got Donald Trump, President of the United States. Round of applause. Round of applause. Thank you, Donald Trump. Applause, okay. man. Thank you.
1: We're really, really excited to be doing this. It's, it's my honor. My honor. You come highly recommended by Dana White, and that's good enough for me.
0: So what did Dana what did
1: Dana say to you? Well, Dana pick- said you are a wonderful group of people. I guess you're friends of his and uh, Very you good do friends. the UFC thing. And uh, he's done an incredible job and he, when he said that, I w- I've been with Dana for a long time. He's been my friend for a long time. And uh I said, that's good enough for me. But you do. You've done a great job.
0: We've become such good friends with Dana. We've always been fans of the UFC, but kind of met him through his son, was a big fan of our right. of our content. So right. it's been a blessing to be able to be friends with Dana White. He's such a good guy.
1: He is. He does. I tell you, I don't know what would happen with UFC without him. That's one man. They say... uh you can always replace somebody. I'm not sure if that man is replaceable. Definitely not. No. He's, uh, I he's know. What's the What's the UFC going to be like when Dana's gone? Well, he'll be there for a long time, so we're not going to have to worry about that, right? Don't you think?
2: I expected you to be rolling in here with no suit on, coming off the golf course. I was expecting yeah, you always rocking the no, suit. No,
1: I'm, I'm a worker. I work hard. I work long hours. I work hard. I see what's going on with our country right now. It's never been in a position like this. Now we're going to get oil, I hear, from Venezuela and Iran. Now think of this, and Russia. Uh, if you would have told me that just a short while ago we had oil at $30 a barrel and even less, and now we're up to, you see what's happening today. You guys probably haven't because you've been sitting here for a half an hour, but uh, if you were watching, every every 10 minutes it's going, its like a, it's like a rocket ship going up. And that's costing the world. It's, cost, it's also fueling Russia, but it's costing the world. The energy has never gone. It just broke a record, an all-time record uh, per barrel. And there's never been anything like this. And we had it down to $30 a barrel and really even less in a sense. We had a fight to keep it up because we had so much of it. We were going to be uh, twice as big as Russia and Saudi Arabia combined. And that would have taken place in a very short while. We were already energy independent and we were already became number one. And now they cut way back and it's all for uh, the environment. And we had the cleanest air and the cleanest water yet recorded during my last year. So it's uh, what's happening now is horrible. What's happening in Ukraine is uh, it's genocide. It's nobody's ever seen anything like it. And because of modern technology and the cell phones and everything, you get to see all of this, all of these atrocities. You, you're seeing them on tape, on television. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. So, That's, would you blame the gas prices? Is that because of this conflict in Ukraine, or is it like a combo of things? No, I don't. I think it's because of that a little bit. But uh, we right now would have been if we left our policies in place. We would have been able to supply the world with energy, and you probably wouldn't have a war for a lot of reasons. Number one, Putin would not have done it. He would not have done it. Uh, This would never have taken place uh, if you had a person that did very well in the election. I'm being very nice when I say that, too. I'm being very kind. Uh, We did phenomenally in the election, 12 million more votes than we got uh, the previous time. Uh, if the election, if we were running, if you had the Trump administration in there, there would be no war, number one. And number two, uh, energy prices would have been down. War or no war, they would have been very low because we were dominant. We were becoming, uh, I call it energy dominance. We were dominant in energy and getting more so by the day.
2: Well, why wouldn't wouldn't there have been a war? Because you were in office?
1: No, because I understood Putin. I talked to Putin. I spoke to him about Ukraine and I said, don't do it. And I won't go into the exact conversation, but uh, under certain uh, uh, if certain people ask, I'll tell them exactly what the conversation was. But we look weak, we look stupid. Mm-hmm. We look like we don't know what we're doing. And nobody's ever seen the country like this. Uh, and uh, let me tell you, it really began not only with a horrible, weak border, but it really began when they so incompetently withdrew from Afghanistan. I got it down to 2,000 soldiers. We were going to withdraw, but we weren't leaving $85 billion worth of equipment. We weren't leaving dead soldiers. And I spoke to the Taliban, the leader, Abdul, and I said, don't ever kill any of our soldiers. Don't ever kill one more soldier. We're going to hit you harder than you've ever been hit before. And we went 18 months without a soldier being killed, without an American being, think of it, without an American being killed in Afghanistan not Democrat-run Chicago or New York, but in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And 18 months, and then they did this withdrawal, which after 21 years was the right thing to do. But we were doing it. That's why we were down to 2,000 soldiers. But it was so incompetently handled between the death and the $85 billion. They have better equipment than almost any country in the world. And Now Afghanistan is one of the largest seller of arms anywhere in the world because they're selling it. I was going to
2: say, Afghanistan seems like it's overlooked at times right now. Like people forget about what's actually, what is actually the current state of Afghanistan right now?
1: Well, I hear it's a mess. Uh, I hear we're sending a lot of money to Afghanistan, if you can believe this. Uh, They're asking for money, and we're sending it. Uh, They have 700,000 machine guns, guns, rifles of all types. Uh, they're selling a lot of them. They don't need that many. They don't have. There's no way they can use what we left. They have helicopters. They have planes. They're selling equipment to other countries. They're giving equipment to China and to Russia because they're going to re-engineer, de-engineer. They're going to come out with a helicopter just like our great helicopter. We have the greatest helicopters in the world. They now have them, and they're going to duplicate them. Uh, Afghanistan was, I think. The most embarrassing moment in the history of our country, the way we got out, Uh, we looked like we were surrendering, which in a sense, I guess they were. Uh, To take the soldiers out before you take the American people out. American citizens are over there right now trying to get out. They can't. Uh, But to take the soldiers out first instead of last. First, you take the people. Then you may take some people from Afghanistan, not hundreds of thousands. We have no idea who we took out. We have no idea who we took out, but we take the people and we take all the equipment. And I said, I don't want to leave a screw, a nut, a bolt. I want everything. What about the hangers, sir? Take them out. Mm -hmm. The big leather and plastic hangers with steel. I said, you take them out. You take everything out. What does that mean, take them out, though? Take them out. Take them out of the country. What you do is you you take your equipment out. We left... Thousands and thousands of pairs of night goggles, never even unpacked, brand new, better than what we have, the latest model. Uh, all of the, I understand seven, 70,000, think of this, because who has anything? 70,000 trucks and vehicles, 70,000. There's no company in this country that has that many. And a lot of them are armor plated, unbelievably expensive, like, you know, 10 times the cost of a vehicle itself uh, 70,000 vehicles we left there trucks and other vehicles uh and I, I tell you so putin was watching we were all watching you guys were watching mm-hmm. and the level of incompetence and it looked like we ran the airport the riot the bombs going off killing our soldiers 13 killed but many badly wounded you know they don't talk about the ones with no egg, legs and with no arms and as bad as that and worse in a sense. I mean, some of our soldiers were so badly wounded, hurt. uh, Nobody talks about that. We talk about the 13 dead. Uh, We talk about the unbelievable incompetence that that period, that short period of time had. But I believe that that was the beginning because Putin would have never done it with me. He would have never going to take over Ukraine. Do you ever talk to Putin still? No, I haven't spoken to him uh, since. But uh, he was never ever going to certainly under the Trump administration, and I say zero chance. I don't say like I don't think zero chance he would have done it. And I spoke right. to him about it. Zero chance he would have done it. Right. But you have he a good, saw yeah, he, he saw the weakness. He saw Afghanistan. That the way the incompetence of the withdrawal, the way they did it, was so bad. Who advised them to take soldiers out first and leave people behind? And the soldiers were in no danger. We had, again, not one soldier was killed in 18 months, American soldier. Mm-hmm. And when they saw the incompetence, the gross incompetence of that, I believe that uh, Putin was, became a different man when he saw that. He viewed the United States differently. He no longer respected the United States. I believe that President Xi of China became a different man. They saw that too. And they see the borders that are open. They see all of the horrible things that are happening at the border where millions and millions of people are flowing in. We have no idea who they are. I mean, I don't know exactly what your audience is, but you probably have a somewhat liberal audience, a young audience, and that's good. I think it's pretty but whether you're
0: Republican, though, as
1: well. It, it could be. A lot of support. But whatever it is, whether you're Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative. But why I mean, this never so would it. have
2: happened, why this never would have happened, the Russia-Ukraine thing, is because of your relationship, because you were stern. With putin is that why
1: well not because of my relationship but really because of the fact i told him he can't do it so can you pick up it.
2: so can you pick up the phone call right now make a call to putin and say as a you're not a president anymore but as an american citizen can you pick up the phone and so, somewhat resolve what's going of on?
1: first of all you really have to be in a position where you're president you are president and you do that and uh, this would have never happened a hundred percent would have never happened, and we spoke about it because I knew that he had a love for it. You know, hey, look, they took over Crimea under Obama and Biden, but they took over Crimea like like Grant took Richmond. Okay, they took it over. It was very quick, and they took it over a major, very powerful section. Probably in many ways the most powerful section. They have their submarine bases. And they took it over, and that was it. Nobody did anything about it. Uh, Under Bush, they took over Georgia. And I don't mean Georgia that we all know and love. I mean the other Georgia. And they took that over, and they took it over very easily, without any repercussions, very, very easily. And now uh, they're taking over the whole ball of wax under Biden. And it's really, uh, really a disgraceful situation. Uh, it would have never happened. And we did talk about it. I mean, he definitely wanted Ukraine, loved Ukraine, would never have happened. What do you see happening next then? Because it seems
0: like the tensions are high. What, how does this all end? Is this going to be like a long-term thing? How do you see it unfolding? Well,
1: I, and I said this a long time ago, if this happens, uh, we are uh, playing right into their hands, green energy, the windmills, they don't work. They're too expensive. They kill all the birds. They ruin your landscapes. And yet the environmentalists love the windmills. And I've been preaching this for years. The windmills, and I had them way down, but the windmills are the most expensive energy you can have. Uh, and they don't work. And by the way, they last a period of 10 years. And by the time they start rusting and rotting all over the place, nobody ever takes them down. They just go onto the next piece of prairie or land and destroy that. It's incredible that they want... But other forms of uh, green energy... They don't have the power to power our factories. They're extremely expensive. And I preached loud and clear to Angela Merkel, you are making a tremendous deal by making this deal with Russia, with Nord Stream 2. And until I came along, nobody knew what Nord Stream 2 was, and you guys know that. I was telling her loud and clear and publicly. And in fact, I sent her something as a little gift. It was a white flag it was a flag of surrender. She said, but what is this? I said, that's a flag of surrender. So that when Russia uh, gets hostile, which they have, I mean, if you look at a history of a couple of hundred years with Germany and Russia, it has not been exactly pretty, whether it's World War I, World War II. Take a look at what, what's gone on. I sent her the white flag of surrender because she said it was 45%. I said it's 75 or 80% of their energy, and I told her that. And they wrote articles about it two years ago. You should look at those articles. I was exactly right. I said, Russia has you in a position that you've never been in before if you do this deal. It's insane to do this deal. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? In the meantime, they closed down all of their plants. They closed down their nuclear, which even the environmentalists like nuclear, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. I understand both versions very strongly. But environmentally, it's probably... The best thing, they closed down their nuclear plants, and they're reliant, and I will say almost entirely, if this thing ever played out, Germany is reliant on Nord Stream 2, the pipeline.
0: Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. Shopify. <laughs> So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today.
1: And I sent her the white flag of surrender. That's what. And it's turned out to be true. Nobody brings this up because the press never likes to talk about it, but nobody brings this up. But I said, that's going to be, it's going to go down as one of the dumbest deals ever made, along with lots of the dumb deals that the United States is making. So now I hear, and you guys were here waiting, but while you were waiting, I was listening, that we're going to make a deal with Venezuela (laughs) to get some of their oil capacity. And we're going to make a deal with Iran that wants to build a nuclear weapon. I ended the Iran deal. They would never would have had it. We would have had a deal one week after the election. We would have had a deal with Iran, a really great deal. Because I told China, you can't buy. If you buy oil from Iran, there's no more business at all to be done with the United States. And they didn't. They bought very little. And Iran wanted to make a deal. Now China's buying massive amounts of oil and Iran's becoming very rich and just to finish off the worst thing that's happening is that this administration and Obama but this administration Biden and Obama and I was breaking it up they have forced Russia and China together they are now wonderful partners and add one add one third country to it Iran so they now have Russia, Iran, and China. They right. have forced them together with their stupid foreign policy. And there's never been anything like it. These people are incompetent. And the media is allowing it to happen. The, medium, the media is trying to say, oh, isn't this wonderful? This is so great. They don't say, we have a world now that's more dangerous than ever before the incompetence of Obama and the incompetence of Biden Mm -hmm. has forced Russia, think of it, Russia and China, from the time you're young people, you read that's the one you don't want to ever force. And they were natural enemies because of their border. You never want to force them together. They've been forced together. And now you add Iran because they're in the group too. And that's very lethal. That's very lethal. Donald, does,
3: does it suck that like... Because, does it suck that you can't say these things because of big tech like censoring you and stuff like that? How, how much does that bother Such you?
1: Such a great question. Uh, they, the press in our country, the media is very corrupt. Mm. Unbelievably corrupt. If we talk about the election fraud, they will not cover it. Uh, three days ago, Wisconsin came out and they may decertify their election because they found so much fraud and irregularities. Really big stuff. The media does not want to cover it. The media doesn't want to cover anything having to do with the election fraud, which is massive. They all say the big lie, the big lie. But the big lie, they should probably be sued for libel for saying it because you can go into all of the swing states and beyond, but all of the swing states, and you will see, and we have it. It's proof. It's truckloads. The election fraud was massive. It's a massive fraud. I call it the crime of the century. We're doing a book on it but it's the crime of the century. The media won't cover it. The media doesn't want to cover anything well, you're, bad you're about banned.
2: You're banned on Twitter.
1: I'm yeah, how does that Twitter, feel? He's yeah. like, like, banned on Twitter. Like, like, does, Trump is banned on Twitter. So like, I went from hundreds of millions of people.
2: Dorsey's a Jack was the CEO, wasn't Jack Dorsey? was the CEO of Twitter? Yeah, he, he was. was. Is he still with Twitter? I don't know. No, well, he owns not. a
1: big not chunk even. of it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know I don't what think he's a part of. Is, but so, are. so is your Instagram? And by the way, Twitter's become very boring.
2: <laughs> yeah, but what was that? What was that call like when you got that call when you were finally hold on? When you got that call when you were banned from Twitter? Who gave you that call that said you're no longer allowed? Well, the I
1: don't want to get into it because it's going to end up in litigation. But uh, we they banned the president of the United States. Yeah. For saying things like I'm saying right now, good things. Our country would be a lot stronger. They have taken our country to a level of lowness like it's never seen before. We are disrespected. We're laughed at all over the world. Right. And when you think. So anyway, I had uh, hundreds of millions of people on between Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and others. And I went cold turkey. I went from hundreds of millions of people You have a lot, but I had more.
2: No, I know that, Don. Uh, I got you. You you don't have to do the ego check, all right? I I got you. I got a lot more. Don, I I understand. You don't got to check my ego here, all right? I got you. We were
0: on your Instagram. (laughs) I I don't know if you remember. I got it. We did the, I don't know if you remember when you brought us up for the YMCA
2: when we were with Dana. Great moment.
1: It was the the, rally in Arizona. That was some rally. That so was, we were on your Instagram.
2: You do throw some good campaign rally. i tell you, your people are pretty loyal. Like we, It's pretty amazing. How Trump rallies are lit. Trump rallies are pretty insane. So we had a
1: rally in Texas the other day, 87,000 people. And plenty of people couldn't get in. They just couldn't get in. Too many people. They called it Stampede. I spoke to the sheriff, who's great. Can you let those people get in? Thousands and thousands couldn't get in. He said, "Sir, we're worried about a stampede. You think of cattle, right? With the stampede, eighty-seven thousand people. Wow. Eighty-seven thousand so people Donald, in Donald. We had in Alabama, we had sixty-three thousand people. Uh, wherever we go, we have, you know, literally 70,000 people now. Uh, we have more people now than we did before the election. It's been amazing. Uh, there's anger." There's distrust. They know the election was rigged. It was a totally rigged election, like a third world country. Right. And they're angry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're angry about a lot of things. They're going to be really angry when they start paying three times more for their gasoline. But the question is, Don, are you
2: coming? I mean, I don't mean to ask it. So I think yeah. you've, hint, you've hinted at it. Are you coming back and going to run for president of the United States?
1: Well, you know, the campaign finance laws don't really allow you to discuss that okay. unless you're going to literally go through a different process. Uh so I think a lot of people are going to be really happy. You guys might be really happy, but no, we're be happy. I think a lot of people <laughs> are going to be very happy, but I'll I'll well I'll wait till I have so many people wanting me to do it. I think really that a lot of people are going to be very happy. They are very unhappy right now. Look. They're saying with the Democrat is going party to triple, quadruple. Yeah. It's go, it's going to levels. A friend of mine said the other day, "Who's who's got money?" He said I just paid three times more for gasoline than I've been paying for the last <laughs> three years. And he, he said, what are people going to do? He couldn't believe it. He goes to the pump, and he gets a bill. You know, he gets a bill for exos for years, and it's fine. And all of a sudden, it's three times higher than he's ever than he's ever 80 paid before. Like well, they point. just announced that it's now over $7, and it's over $5 in many places. And it was $1.87. I had it down to $1.87. And even less than that during a certain period of time. And the cost for a barrel was down to 30 and even less than that. Actually, we had so much energy that for a period of time, if you took the oil, take a barrel of oil, Mm -hmm. they'll give you $36 along with that. In other words, now this was no good for Wall Street because they don't do that. They just do paper. They would have had to take... We had so much that if you take the oil... So you get a barrel of oil, here's 37. You remember that little period of time?
2: Yeah, simplify everything for our audience today. Simplify everything, right? Right. Calling our audience
1: dumb? Well, that's pretty simple. No, I wasn't calling our audience
2: dumb. I'm saying I just want to like, you know, continue, Don. Sorry, my apologies. So
1: so, uh, we had the energy down the best. We had so much, but the energy was down so well. And we filled up the Strategic National Reserve, 75 million barrels. Hadn't been filled for close to 50 years, they say. And I filled it up because the energy was so cheap. The oil was so cheap. I filled it. We have strategic reserves that we need in case of emergencies. And it's, these are these massive salt caves under Louisiana and various other places. Right. And I said, tell me about that. And they told me about it. I said, because we can make a good deal today on energy. So said, tell me about it. I said, good. And we filled it up with very inexpensive and three days ago, Biden announced that he's going to take that oil and put it out into the market mm-hmm. so that people will be able to get a little bit less than $5 or whatever it may be. But as great an achievement as that was, it's peanuts compared to the overall. I mean, it's like one day's worth of energy. But I fill up the strategic national reserves. The press doesn't talk about it virtually at all. That was an achievement itself. And I filled it up for, you would have been proud for the right price, okay? When it was low, we got it filled. And it was a good thing, and good for the companies, good for everything. And now they take it out because Biden wants to look better mm-hmm. politically by having a little bit lower price. But it's not going to be a little bit lower. This, mm-hmm. The the energy, the cost for gasoline, your heating costs, you know, the highest anywhere in the country is in Massachusetts and in you know certain places on the East Coast. You know who yes. supplies it? For the most part, Russia. Russia is supplying oil on the east coast of our country. And they have the by the way, they have the highest energy costs in the country.
3: Interesting. Donnie,
2: um, I wonder, um interesting. (laughs) It is sort of interesting. Well, I'm just saying no, it's so crazy. Well, this is like, you know, I'm sitting down with somebody the president of the United States, which is amazing. And what I try and do is obviously I ask back to Russia Ukraine for two seconds. In my mind, right, I'm always like, Hey, could this thing ever lead to a nuclear fallout? Could this ever be nuclear war? What is your take on, on that? Is it just a scared U.S. citizen right now yeah. that's watching well, this you unfold? Well, should be scared
1: because we have incompetent people heading up our country who frankly got there through a fraudulent election. But, regardless you of incompetent, be, but in
2: regardless of incompetent people, yeah. immediate threat, how serious is the threat of nuclear warfare? I think it's
1: serious. I think it's serious. I saw Biden the other day saying, we don't want to fight Russia. They're a nuclear power. We don't want to fight Russia. They're a nuclear power. They're a nuclear power. And I'm saying to myself, it's such a signal of weakness. Now, is it correct? Yes, they are a nuclear power, but so are we. You know, I rebuilt our nuclear arsenal. Mm -hmm. It's bigger and better and stronger than ever before. We had to renew things that were 40 and 45 years old. I didn't want to do it, but we had to do it because we had no choice. I wished I didn't have to spend that money. But we had to do it because we had no choice, but not only did I rebuild our whole military two and a half trillion dollars during a very short period of time we rebuilt our military new jets we had fighter jets that your fathers would have flown if mm-hmm. they were in the air force they were and and in some cases your grandfathers right we had old bombers old fighters we have a we have a brand new military we have we spent two and a half trillion dollars on our military we have a beautiful military one of the reasons that The Afghanistan, the incompetence of Afghanistan, the way they got out, it's because we have a great military. You know, I took down ISIS, 100% of ISIS, and we use generals, great generals. We have great generals, other than the guys that you see on television who are incompetent. But we have great generals. We have generals that I dealt with that we took out 100% of ISIS in a very short period of time. And everybody actually admits that. They don't want to talk about it. But we have a great military, but we look incompetent. And it's a a sad day for our military, and it's a sad day for our country. And, yes, you do have a chance of World War III Mm -hmm. because our country is not respected any longer. And sometimes through this incredible— How
2: how do we gain that respect, though? How do we gain that respect with everything in place right now? Biden's in office. We can't change that, right? How do we gain that respect right now? It
1: starts with the president. You have to have a president that commands the respect. Look, the European nations, they're friends of mine. And they smile when I talk to them privately. Mm -hmm. They've been ripping us off for years on trade. Mm -hmm. How many cars is Germany selling from America? How many Chevrolets are in the middle of Berlin? Would you say two? Because you'd be wrong because you're a nun. All right. How many, how many cars? And yet we sell their Mercedes. We sell their BMWs. We sell their Volkswagens. We sell, but if you try and sell cars in Germany, if you try and sell cars in Europe, it's almost impossible to do. Um, they were all ripping us off. Not only China. China was ripping us off the most. We had with China a deficit of $507 billion a year. Okay? Think of that. Uh-huh. It's not even sustainable. But things were really changing fast. But Europe was very bad. You know, Now we're talking to Europe, but Europe was very bad. So now we're doing something that I heard this morning. Everyone said, oh, isn't that wonderful? Germany has now agreed to rebuild their military. And they've decided that they're going to go all out and they're going to now rebuild their military. Be careful what you wish for. Why is that? Well, take a look over the last two world wars. Take a look over the last two world wars with Germany. Uh, You know, there is a theory out there that Germany should not be rebuilding their military so much. And Japan is now going to rebuild their military. Uh, Just be careful what you wish for because uh, a lot of bad things have happened with those two countries and their military. And it's one of those things. And, you know, if, uh, if you look at when I came in, North Korea was a big problem. Obama said we're going to go to war with North Korea. And Kim Jong-un was a big problem. And he wouldn't take Obama's phone calls, wouldn't take any meetings with him, wouldn't do anything. And then I started with him, and it was very hostile for about a month, if you remember, then all of a sudden, we met, we got along. We had no problem with North Korea. Now they're acting up again. And they're acting up again when they see the stupidity of our country. But be careful when Germany announces that they're going to start pouring the big money into the military. And so now you have Japan and Germany rebuilding again. What's that first call like, Mr.
0: Uh, Mr. Trump, with when you try to get a hold of Kim Jong-un?
1: Like, well, how does that happen? He actually called me, and we did get along. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I'm sorry to be no, laughing. I mean, you're the first, you're Kim the first president was, to meet with North am, a North Korean leader, graduate, right? Yeah.
0: So what's that first? So he called you.
1: And we got along very well. Uh, I understood him. What's, like, the first call?
0: Is he say, like, hey, what's up, well, Mr. Trump? Well, it, like, it
1: wasn't a call. We we got through people. A meeting was set up in Singapore. And then in Vietnam, we had two meetings. But we didn't have the problem that the Democrats would have had. They would have had a nuclear war with North Korea. I have no doubt about it. Kim Jong-un wanted nothing to do with them. It, this was, look, this is years now. We would have had a nuclear war with North Korea. Who, who's coughing back there? Are you okay? Is that your crew? That's a, that's the media all, that's will say Trump's Mr. coughing. Mr. There Mr. must Trump, be something wrong with him. We, we <laughs> want a pretty, COVID's we, going we, around Mar-a-Lago. We run a There's, COVID. Laid back. There's COVID. There's COVID in Mar-a-Lago. We run
2: a pretty laid back thing. We're all good. We're all good.
1: But but let me just say, we would have had war with North Korea. North Korea is a major nuclear power.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But I hate hearing Biden say, no, we don't want anything to do with Russia. They're a nuclear power, but so are we. And we're a bigger nuclear power. And we have brand new, because of me, nuclear weapons that we didn't have. And we have renovated weapons that were very old. And now they're renovated. And we never want to use them. And by the way, you know how you're not going to use them by having them. If you didn't have them, we would have big problems. Mm-hmm. But we have them. But Biden shouldn't be talking the way he's talking, because he's playing right into he's playing right into Putin's hands. Putin, I've never heard this from a leader outside of Kim Jong Un, I guess to a large extent. But Putin now talks about his nuclear capability all the time. He said, "This is a you do or the no-fly zone. You do this. We're a nuclear country." And Biden's saying they're a nuclear country. Mm-hmm. It's so weak. It's sending such a bad... Would you have on, a no-fly zone? I have to say this. Yeah. The, the bombing of these cities yeah. indiscriminately, the bombing of these cities and the killing of all these people... It is a tragedy. This is, this is a tragedy like I don't think we've witnessed since World War II.
2: No, it's crazy what's going on.
1: No, they're bombing. You know, in Florida, we're in Florida, you had a building collapse in Florida on the beach, as you know, through bad structural engineering or rust or something. A lot of people were killed in that building. He's bombing much bigger buildings and they're collapsing. And then they say, You see this massive building coming down all over the place. People are in that building. But you see the building come down, and then they say, two people were hurt. No, no, no. When a building like that comes down, many people die. It's not two people are hurt. Mm -hmm. But they're coming down all over, and they're being blown to pieces. And so we had a, a case in Florida, as you know, on the shore, where a building collapsed for totally different reasons. But it collapsed. Well, buildings are collapsing now in Ukraine and there are tens of thousands of people being killed and nobody's reporting it. The press is trying to gloss it over. And I think if Putin is successful in taking over Ukraine, uh, depending on what your definition of success is, because, you know, potentially millions of people are going to die and it could lead to Mm a third world war, Mm -hmm. by the way. It could lead to a third world war. Mm -hmm. I I think what is going on now is a direct reflection on the Obama administration because it should have never happened.
3: Uh, Donald, so switching topics here. Uh, you've seen what happened to Joe Rogan, right? It's a hard segment. Yes. Being called a, a racist and everything like that. Right. I wonder, what's your reaction to yeah. when someone calls you a racist? Um, like, w- What's your like, initial reaction well, to that? Well, it
1: used to be a terrible reaction, but now it's, everybody's called a racist today. Yeah, Anybody that's the enemy of the other side people that are the exact opposite of racist are called racists. And it's a very hurtful word, but it it's lost a lot of its meaning because everybody is being called a racist today by the radical left. When actually they're the racists. They're really the racists in the truest sense of the word. So, you know, they called Joe Rogan, they call they call anybody they disagree with a racist. So it, it it tends to lose its meaning and the people get it, you know, uh with the um Black community, my vote was so much higher than in mm-hmm. the past with other Republicans. But with the Hispanic community, they're writing, they don't want to write about it, but the Hispanics, the vote was so incredible, you know, the along the Texas border. The other night in Texas, I endorsed 33 candidates, and every single one of them won the election. There were a couple of runoffs, but they're all leading substantially. You have, I think, three runoffs, but they're all leading substantially. They'll win in the next two months. But we were thirty-three and zero. I didn't see any stories about it. I see no stories about it. Why do you think that is? Because the press is corrupt. They're dishonest. They don't want to say anything. Good is it about all about? Trump. Is it
0: all about money though? Because I feel like. They don't. I don't feel like it's not actually about their morals. I feel like it's just about money. I
1: don't think it's correct? money. I think it's the combinations. It's money and, and uh, power Interest, and
0: like, something. It's something. They're sick. I mean, something we deal with too is like we have our page and we're kind of controversial with the stuff we do. So we face a lot of censorship too, like something we all deal with. Our, our Instagram page got taken down and they actually sent us a notice because it was too political, our full send Instagram page. And we were just posting – all about the Afghanistan stuff, not even taking a
1: side. Well, you know, look, at a certain point, they'll do it if they feel that they have to. Joe Rogan's not a racist. No. Okay? And he's a very interesting guy that people like listening to. Uh, but, you know, they've been hitting him very hard. I did tell him one thing, stop apologizing. Stop apologizing.
3: What was his reaction to that when you, when you told him I don't him know, that?
1: because I got the word. I put the word out. Did he ever reach out to you about going on? uh i don't know i'd have to ask my people <laughs> you know Don's got people i have a lot of Kyle. people Don's got no because i that. saw
0: I, I thought i saw back in i think during the debate times you said that he should moderate a debate yeah yeah well he's
1: much more talented than chris wallace that'd and, be great <laughs> no he's a much more talented person than just about all of these moderators joe there. rogan
0: yeah. should moderate
1: an, a <laughs> no i said let joe rogan what yeah. if they let don lemon in well, look, you know, I called him the dumbest <laughs> man on television, so he's never gonna, he's never gonna love me. Uh, go hey, hey, it's very interesting. Yeah. Here's a test. Are you ready? This is a test for everybody. It'll be a small group of people. This interview will have millions and millions of people, assuming it's not touched let's see if they allow you i hate to say this to you because you guys are going to chicken out I, I guarantee we don't chicken out don if you put up this whole thing watch we don't chicken out don we don't chicken ready? out you don't chicken out ready ready let's hear it. if you put up this there. whole interview let's see what happens when instagram and facebook and twitter and all of them yeah take it down and let's see what happens when they threaten you and all the because we don't have a free press in our country. Mm-hmm. we have a press not so different. This is the beginning of communism. We have a press not so different than countries we don't want to talk about. Do you remember during the campaign? I said a lot, and really a lot that if we don't if we're not careful, we're going to be a large scale version of Venezuela. You know what that's what's happening of course now we're going to buy a lot of oil we'll make the few people remaining in Venezuela, including the dictator leader, a very rich man, the the fact that we're going to buy oil from Venezuela is is so, that we even think about it is so incredible. But here's the deal. Let's see what happens to you when you say you're interviewing Trump. I get the highest ratings on television by far, by far. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of it. I did The Apprentice. Everyone <laughs> thought it would be off the air in yes. two sessions, and it turned out to be successful. Big
2: fan of the show. When I
1: life. left after, it was a great show. I did 14 seasons. Yes, when I fan. left, 14. When I left, 14. Wow. We did wow. them over bro. 11 no, years. No, no, it was so successful was, that they did God two had it a, a season. He was going with
2: The Apprentice. He had it going with The Apprentice big time. Oh, no,
1: it was, it was big time stuff. Yeah. And then when I left, because I left to run for president, that's the only reason I left, they picked Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he bombed and they put Martha Stewart on and she bombed and the only reason i wait, tell you bombed? that they who, bombed. Wait, bombed
0: arnold and Mar- martha stewart arnold schwarzenegger bom- oh, did what, what, you know schwarzenegger. that oh, arnold
1: schwarzenegger shit. took my place on the apprentice and he bombed very badly and hillary clinton recommended martha stewart and martha stewart Took, listen to this one. I'm listening, listening. I'm just fascinated by And Martha words. Stewart was on. The, did you know that Martha Stewart did The Apprentice? No. You know no, why you no, don't know? know? Because it lasted for about two weeks. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> and I did it for 14 seasons. But, but here is no. the story. Let's see what happens when you guys get hit violently by the crooked media, mm-hmm. by the radical left crazy press that's destroying our country. Mm-hmm. You know, the press should be the policeman. Of a country, like for corruption and all the, they don't report corruption. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about the laptop. It's off bounds. You can't talk about it. I don't they don't we're talk not scared of getting this. hit, though. I mean, I think I'm that's I'm yeah, to go you, going you missing, may be though. scared. I don't go missing. I don't no, no. You, you, Bob, he's let me tell you what you wish for. Let me tell you where miss. you'll be scared. When they say, "We're going to take you off the air if you put this up." okay let's see whether or not everybody in this room all you camera geniuses and young geniuses a lot of people (laughs) let's see how brave when when they say Mm because you guys are doing very well Mm -hmm. and dana thinks the world of you we all think the world Mm -hmm. of you and i'm not even necessarily going to blame you by will a little bit if this goes up or not you you'll put it up let's see what happens when they take it down
2: we're calculated on i think i think
1: i think
0: i think it's a test. I don't think YouTube would take it down. There's no take way. Take down the, this the interview. podcast?
1: This interview? We
2: can't control, I guess, when you get there. Threatened. We're, we're calculating. We know what's going on. When here.
1: you get threatened with your careers, and maybe of even worse, but when you get threatened I with your careers, remember of. this. We have more people out there than they do. We do. We have more people out there than they do. And- the people are really angry at what what's happening in our country let's see what happens i'm going to be watching you guys you're young you're smart mm-hmm. you're attractive you're handsome wow, All of thank these you. things let's see what happens I wish girls told us when that. they say we're not going to let you put that interview up he talked about the election now this interview is going up Don. they don't want to talk about election fraud they don't want to say anything good about anything good about uh the kind of things that yeah. that in many cases i think that you may agree with But if you criticize Biden, which we're doing, because, again, Mm -hmm. this war, this Ukrainian disaster should never, ever have happened. And 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 it wouldn't have happened. But, yeah,
0: we're definitely not scared of that because we're used to it. I think that's why we're here. Like you said, Dana respects us. People respect us because we never really gave a shit about about stuff. We stand for stand for. This is now, I'm sorry. This is now big time. I think even when we met you, even when we met you before, when Dana brought us on Air Force One with you, even just us posting that, we got a lot of flack, but, I
2: mean, we don't really care. And, and you, yeah. oh, so oh you, you get a lot
1: of love, too, by the way. Just so you know, you got more love
2: than you did flack. I'll say this. A little flack, though, a little flack. We got a little flack for Don. We got a little flack for the
0: truth. I think got, we'd get more flack more? for doing something with Biden.
1: We would. Uh, well, we, you no, think,
0: in our <laughs> fan base, if we did something with Biden, our fan base we would lose Republican. so many The difference is they
1: wouldn't try and destroy you. You, let's see how you react. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm done. This I mean, is this, big time. This is, I made it. I'm this just, is I'm big calling time. You. I want to see. Big time. And yeah. don't apologize, though. Don't apologize. When they come at you, please don't apologize.
0: To be fair, I think we'd... It's not like we're, I mean, we support you and stuff, but with our platform, we would have someone from the other side too. First of all, oh, but, but they the would, beginning. But they won't do it. That's <laughs> done, 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 done. Here's we the beginning. Like like the beginning. They wouldn't do it. Okay. I don't think Nancy Pelosi Don, would ever sit you, you, you She know. would never sit down. Here's what we do. Biden we have, we have a down.
2: very, very, very successful podcast because we bring in everybody. We're not biased Good. in any way, shape, or form. Good. We like to sit down with people that are involved in really big things that are happening in the world today. But the other
0: side wouldn't sit down.
2: The other side has not showed us respect like you guys have, which is amazing. Yeah,
1: they, they, that's the difference. They may sit down, but what they will do is they will censor you. Exactly. They will do things to nope. you that you would not have believed because we don't have a free press. No. Nope. In theory, you should be able to talk about anything, and you argue back and forth, and the public will my career. Figure out my who career is
2: like. kind of already going this way. Well, anyway, no, so it, like, it,
1: it. Your career might go way up,
2: but you, you may
1: be without a platform, <laughs> or you may be without whatever it is. They will be vicious. You watch, and I just want to see how you, You're young, smart guys. I want to see how you handle it. Well, we won't let you down. But well, you will be hit, Donald. I I, maybe you won't.
2: Well, the good news is, can I? If I, if worst case scenario, I used to caddy at a golf club. Can I caddy for you? Uh, absolutely.
1: Lift? I'd I, love to. Have, you can be my caddy anytime. You sure? All right. Cool. Anytime.
3: Uh, yeah, but Donald, when you talk about like power and stuff like that, what's more like powerful to you, being the president, or being a multi-billionaire, like owning real estate, and like, what's your so, opinion on that?
1: In the history of our country nothing like me has ever happened. I don't say that positive, negative. You know, you've never had a business. No, I agree with you, yeah. It was, I think, 93% politicians became president and 7% generals. So you had soldiers and you had politicians. There's never been an outsider. Uh, Likewise, nobody's ever been treated as badly as I have by the fake news media, by, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. And we do our own fighting back and all. But, I mean, if you look at their approval rating, their approval rating used to be like through the roof, because nobody knew how corrupt they were. And now it's, I think it's lower than Congress. The media's, th- which is pretty hard. I think it's lower than Congress. But um, I will say this in just an ending. I will say this. I'm going to be watching you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see how you handle it. Mm-hmm. And Don's I hope us. I don't have to say I told you so. But mm-hmm. what I did say to people like Merkel, is don't do it, and it turned out to be true. They did have one story about that today, very interesting. I told her, you're making a terrible... I used to fight with her over it, the pipeline, because I said, they own your country once you do it. But we're now forcing Germany and Japan to become major powers militarily. And there are a lot of people, including me, that say that might not be a very good idea. Be careful what you wish for. And with that, it's been a great honor.
0: One more thing. I heard you're becoming quite the DJ here at Marlotta. I, I love. I heard you're I, spinning. I, I, you DJ? Would you
1: believe it? I love music. I have an aptitude for what t- music. What type of music? That? During you know, over our lives, we take tests and aptitude tests and all this. I've always had a high aptitude for music, but I love great music. So, do you actually spin, or no? Do you, I don't spin. What do you but use? I pick. I pick the ones I like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spin. I want to pick the ones I what's like. What's your
0: What's your like go to banger on? Well, the Well, I have a
1: lot of them. I have a lot of them. You know, a song that does get people moving. though? you know, I play beautiful. Uh, I love Broadway stuff, and you know, Phantom of the Opera and Les Mis, etc. Uh, you know what gets them rocking? Y- y- Y-MCA. <laughs> y- YMCA. YMCA is a track. It's an know, underrated track. Do you know, is it an underrated? I think so. Well, it gets a lot of views, I can say. But YMCA, uh, the Gay National Anthem. Did you ever hear that? They call it the Gay National Anthem. But YMCA gets people up and it gets them moving. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of good selections and people love it when I do it.
0: What's the best song to like transition to? Like YMCA to what? Uh,
1: maybe, like, uh, maybe Mo Bamba? Uh, maybe Hold On, I'm Coming.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 2 a.m., you go to YMCA to hold on, we're coming, and that just gets the crowd. Well,
1: around. you know, we just have a good time. Actually, we have great people. There's been a tremendous place, Mar-a-Lago. It's a private club. It's been an amazing place. What's uh, uh,
3: what's your handicap right now in golf? So I'm a big-time golfer.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been a very successful golfer over the years. You oh, know, yeah. I don't play as much as you really should play if you want to become— top, top. But I've been very successful. I've won many, many club championships, which is hard to do. That's yeah. our major. i seen you, you
3: at a driver and uh, you said
0: Biden couldn't hit it like that.
1: <laughs> well, that I can tell you. <laughs> that I guarantee you. Biden probably
0: hits his driver like 120. Well, they asked oh, Gary my. Player
1: the other night, they yeah. said, who's the best player? How many presidents have you played with? He said, I played with seven. Who's the best player? Trump by far. He said, he's at least 20 or 25 strokes. Better than anybody else. Really? And really? I said, Gary, isn't it more than that? But that's a big thats a big statement. But Gary Player is a, a great legendary golfer, as you know. But they you, asked him that question, and he said, yeah. Trump by far.
2: Are you like a shit talker on the golf course? You try and get me heads?
1: No, bets? no, no. You got to get the job done.
2: Yeah, you just got to get the job. So you just execute. You can talk. Yeah.
1: And then you can miss the putt, and all the talk is no good. In fact, yeah. it gets you. So you still got to get the job done, right?
3: Yeah, 100%. Hundred percent. Wow. And by
2: the way, I do want to say you you look you look. But when you see Don, he gets a lot of shit for his hair and his way. He's like, like you look good. I feel Don, good. He looks great. You look great. I you feel good. Good. good so far.
0: So what's good. your like mental regimen? Like, like when you're in president, like you said, you slept like six
1: hours a I night. Know, like, I don't how sleep do a lot. you? How do you do that? You know what? I enjoy doing it. I love doing it because I was helping the country. I mean, look at what we did. That's like amazing the Biggest tax cuts in history. Rebuilt the military. Biggest regulation cuts in history. You know, that was maybe more important and people don't talk about it than even the tax cuts. We had, until COVID came, the China virus came in. We had the greatest economy in history. We were doubling up. We were going to double up on China. And everyone said China was going to take over. We were taking over. We were doubling up. And... Uh, then it came in, and we did a phenomenal job. And then when, when I left, this economy was very strong again. Plus, we did Operation Warp Speed, which even even the radical left, Biden tried to take credit for it. Remember, he said, uh, well, we did the vaccine. No, no. Even his own people said, you got the vaccine during Trump. But if you take a look, Operation Warp Speed was a tremendous, you know, tremendous Success. I really believe that we would have had, you know, in 1917, a hundred million people died. They say maybe it was 77, maybe, but up to a hundred million people died. I think we would have had the same thing had we not had a very, very successful uh, Operation Warp Speed. And that includes uh, therapeutics, Regeneron, all of this stuff that we did. We had, we have things that have been unbelievably successful. Not only, by the way, with with COVID, as some people call it, not only with the China virus, very, very successful in so many other ways with other diseases. And, you know, we've had a, we had an amazing administration, best job numbers in the history of our country by far, 160 million people working. It's not even close to that now. Uh, We had a great, great, uh, Four years, really. I mean, we had the three, we had the period, and then we had the COVID that, you know, was devastating for the world. Mm-hmm. We were the best to recover. We made ventilators. We literally made ventilators in a short period of time, very complicated. We were making them for the whole world. We were sending them to countries that had no chance to ever get them. Mm-hmm. There were none. I mean, there were practically none. And we did a great job. And uh, I hate to see what's happening to our country right now.
2: So, so if, if it's not you upcoming who, who should it be
0: who do you well, like well we're gonna see you like
1: DeSantis I, mean, I, I get along with him great I was the one that got him started he came and asked for a uh a recommendation an endorsement he said if you give me an endorsement I'll win and I gave him an endorsement he was at three percent and after I endorsed him he uh, took a lead that was not a beatable lead did so you, you know he got the nomination you
3: did you see DeSantis uh telling the kids to take off the masks I don't know if you've seen that video. I haven't seen it. I
1: haven't seen it. But it is time to take off the masks. Yeah, I agree with you. So I would agree if that were the case. Mm -hmm. So thank you all very much. Yeah, I appreciate it, Mr. President.